I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. My least favorite color is lime. I'm not a housewife, but I am gay. Oh my God. Wait, both of ours were like super short and sweet. You want me to do a longer, less sweet Can one? Can you do another one? Yeah, yeah, do another one. Do another one. Okay. Um, if I want to hear your opinion, I'll fuck you up the ass. <laughs> you guys, it's a very special family edition <laughs> of Andy's Girls. Oh my God, you guys. It's episode I really genuinely don't know. I can't even pull a number out of my ass. You can't even fake it like you normally do? I think it's like... Wh- 46, 47, or 48? At your age. <gasps> oh. How? How dare, dare you? How She's dare like you? She's 22, you guys. I am 22 if I am a day. I do have a story about age that I will not be talking about on the show, but I will tell you about that after. Oh, great. <laughs> that's something <laughs> I for, hope everyone enjoyed hearing about that. Um, that's something for our listeners to enjoy on the after show that we will not air uh, yes. nor record. Guys, it's Andy's Girls. I'm so sorry about the last couple weeks. Aren't It's like I'm in an emotionally abusive relationship with our listeners who so sweetly reach out you know, with feedback on our audio quality and, you know... Why are um, you making that face? Why? When you said our listeners, you made this weird face. Because I was thinking about the things that they've tweeted me and the number of times <laughs> I have loved it. I love <laughs> I love getting feedback about audio. Um, guys, so I just produced this really, really crazy gala that I've been working on for a couple months. So I was like genuinely out of pocket. I spent... I told Ben... Um, when he got to my apartment, I just spent the last, literally without stopping, six, six and a half hours 
catching up on Dallas OC and Jersey. And I'm a little like, I feel a little bit like I'm coming down from a high, but like, it's not a good landing. Like it's, Mm. it's, there was a lot to focus on. So I'm going to need Ben, I'm going to need your help. Um, so yeah, so I have just been catching up on life and also breaking news alert for those following along with my imaginary best friend trip with um, Yolanda Hadid, Foster Hadid again. Turns out I may not in fact have Lyme disease. <sighs> so I'm so excited to continue my medical journey. Um, next stop, rheumatology to find out if little um, Susie Q over here maybe has an autoimmune or possible combination of autoimmune illnesses, which... I guess is good because as we all know, Lyme is like the devil, Um, but isn't great because I went to one of like the famous like Yolanda Hadid clinics in New York that's like $400, three to $400 a visit, blah, blah, blah. Like they started me on all, so I've been on all of these like Yolanda supplements for a while and now they're like, you may not actually have Lyme, which... I guess is good, but I'm also like, wait, but I was putting all that like Japanese sea urchin or whatever, like in my tum, like that, all of that was for naught. Oh, can I have my money back, please? No, unfortunately. Can I get like no. lime colored Manolos instead no, of paying bills? I'm sorry. Like I genuinely like want to open the door to a conversation. I'm like, okay, so you guys like soups appreciate that you're telling me that I may not have it. Cause I appreciate that as opposed to like just treating me for this thing forever, which is what some people think. Yolanda did where, you know, you, you go to all these like super expensive doctors and they like treat you for whatever it is that they're specializing in because they want your money. But I would like an option C of like, can I get like a credit to something? Because like, some maybe, people like, a... that are suffering from this are not married to David Foster. Right. And is that future marriage to David Foster a possibility? Because I would open that door. Can I, I replace open my Catherine... mouth for everything he's got? Can I replace Catherine McPhee, who is allegedly dating David Foster? No. Yes. I'm so much prettier than her. I am so much prettier than her. It's like a real smash, like, who's going to get the part? And it looks like Catherine McPhee is going to play the lead after all. I mean, it's like a real... Fade in, not a girl. God, that show. I love that show. They should bring that show. That will never happen. I feel like all the gays are constantly doing it. I mean, I know I am. Do you want to come? There's a thing at Club coming like next week where they're all fucking singing Smash. Wait, so we should talk a little bit about... So, guys, um, medical hiatus, more info to come. Also, I'm going to Miami um, in a week and a half or a couple days. Do you guys want me to interview a Miami housewife? I know the Leah Black interview was phenomenal. I'm thinking about maybe... Adriana, possibly, or Lisa Hochstein. So if anybody has any thoughts, if you want me to do it, let me know, and I'll maybe make that happen. Um, And also, next week, Giselle Bryant interview. I'm so sorry. I've been withholding that from you guys, but it's so crazy phenomenal. So next week, interview with Potomac housewife um, Giselle Bryant, who is uh, absolutely magical. Um, But wait, we need to talk about your week. You had Ben Rimmelauer. (laughs) I can't talk. Rimmelauer had the week of weeks first off i had the week of wives you had the week of you are like living your best bravo life which i so appreciate first off as i'm sure everyone saw you bartended on watch what happens live on wednesday yes wore the most fabulous rose embellished crew neck sweater that i died for you looked phenomenal thank first you off, I, like, oh my god really thank loved you. it i really appreciate that um as always so tell us all about your experience so that was obviously not the first time was it the second or third second okay um it was very different from the first time because the first time i was there with patty lupone um right. when i was first doing my show about her uh so i think there was like a little more 
people like I don't think people on the show like Andy realized that I already knew her. You already knew who? Patty. Oh, I mean, oh, oh. she said it during the thing. Like she talked about how good my show was, which was very nice. Oh yeah. But I think like going into it, everybody was sort of like, "You must be so excited," and I was like, like was "I like am because I'm on TV." It you was know? like your gay make a wish. Yeah, was like exactly. you were gonna like, like meet her for the very first like, time. Like, little cancer patient. Oh you know? my god! Oh, you and Brooks. Um. So what was this? So this was what different. Was this round um. Because I was there, like, as Teresa's friend, Teresa's best gay. I forget how we pitched it because I produced her audio book, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Didn't he say best gay during it? it was, he may have, It yeah. was very sassy. I liked that part. Um, I liked it. Uh, I didn't even get to talk until the after show. Um, and, okay, this is controversial. Oh, my God. Tell <laughs> so us everything. He said, um, what's your favorite? Uh, Curse word? Real Housewives to to recap and I said New because Jersey you're a famed recapper he said I know you but you can't do New Jersey because it's like a conflict of interest right and I said well and I don't like because I thought like in my mind I was like well the way I'm playing this is like that because I love Teresa and I've always loved her yeah like I don't it's not a conflict of interest like my feelings on Teresa have not changed since knowing her you know this is like the truth like I was team Teresa from season two listen you're a proud Teresa apologist yeah it has nothing to do with – you might think I'm stupid and wrong, but it's not because I got to know her. I right. No, I get it. Way. You have always been wrong. So that's why no, I'm not it. – it's not a conflict of interest. Okay. So – but the way I chose to express that was I said – I shouldn't be telling you this because I'm hoping nobody sees this. <laughs> I realized on the way – I was having – I when I shouted out, I was like, actually, Andy, it's not a conflict. It's just that those losers on the comment boards can't handle it. <gasps> Oh and then I spent the rest God. of the night being like, great, well, now you'll never write for Vulture again. Um, but then when I got home, I was like, oh, wait, that's only on the after show. Nobody's going to know. Wait, but you said that because I missed the after show. You said it. Yeah. You actually said it. So it was recorded on the after yes, show. Yes, correct. <laughs> Did you look at the comment boards for like this week's recap of whatever? I stopped reading it. No. Uh, I'm just so scared. Oh my God, guys, we're gonna, all going to have to look after and see if anybody picked up on the that. The saddest thing is I didn't mean losers like anyone who's on a comment board is a loser. No, just I these meant particular... like the ones that don't like me. But losers just came out. Like I should have said like assholes or something because like it wouldn't sound like I was judging yeah, everybody loser, on the board. Loser feels a little judgy wussy. And P.S. Like I'm on the board. <laughs> like I was not... <laughs> Wait, here's the question. Have you ever posted, have you ever commented on one of your recaps? Like, Ben, you're so smart. No, you're so I intuitive. I haven't ever even commented. I like, want to fuck you. I don't like to comment on message boards. I like to read them. Um, I've never, I think I commented on one New York Magazine board like many, many years ago, totally unrelated to Housewives. I just find I've it never, too frustrating like because you, you can't really follow up. And, it's, and people you know, it's, get into like real fights. Well, I wouldn't mind a real fight if it was like organized and I could like, you know, it, yeah. you know, if you and I had a fight on a message board, it would be fine. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't mean because we're friends. I mean, because we're like logical and like we, oh my we, God, thank you we, so much. No, you more than me, but I feel like we like, yeah, we can be on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Page about an issue, even when we disagree about yeah, yeah. it, we can yeah, like, yeah. and I, I don't feel like you can do that on message boards. I year for years and years because I read the Broadway message boards, but I, I really don't post on them. Oh my god, I haven't read Bravo or Broadway message boards in so long. Oh, they just get lamer and lamer. Wait, so go back to watch what happens live. So what? How excited was Teresa? She looked phenomenal. She looked phenomenal. She was explaining to Leah Michelle what a tree hugger was. I can't believe that Leah Michelle is 
Leah Michelle is a Bravo devotee and didn't yeah. know the phrase triage. I, I find that suspicious. It, yeah. Well, I, well, I'll tell you one thing. If your suspicions are correct and if Leah Michelle's faking it about being a Bravo. No, I think she really is, but she's not as good as like other people. But if like she's me. faking it as about, because she claims to be this obsessed, huge Teresa fan. Okay. What did she fuck up? She well, know Joe was in the clink? No, but how would you like not, not know, know Treehugger? Like, because I think maybe she probably because so many people dislike Leah Michelle, she probably stays away from like Twitter a lot, other than like what okay. she tells people to post, like yeah. Lena Dunham style. Right. So okay. She's probably not following hashtags. Gotcha. And how people self-identify. Okay, well, that's a good explanation. Because I was wondering about that. Also, I felt a little bit like there was nothing for me to play into, like. Because what Leah was like, I'm like obsessed with. Oh, and with then Teresa. there's like, and then there's another person like, that's also well, obsessed with. Like Teresa. I thought I was gonna be like the, the Teresa guy. fan in the room, but that was like Leah's shtick. So I had nothing but being like a weird. Leah bitch. was like <laughs> laying it on thick, thick. yeah, too, in a way where I was like, but I want to hear your opinion. Like I don't want to just see you like kiss her ass. Like I want you to like communicate because there's so much there's this season is a lot Teresa's book which I haven't read yet but which I will read that's like one of my um, planned reads on or a have Miami. the audiobook and get the audiobook oh and my have God, Teresa I read should. it to you I'm a reader I don't but I do love audiobooks I do love especially the <laughs> especially ones the ones that by right, right amen so everybody get that um, audiobook Conflict so you can like listen to <laughs> Teresa like sound out words that she has quote unquote written which that's I'm sure insane. is phenomenal she's fabulous on the audiobook I'm sure she is. Um, but I'm really curious as to, first off, her answers about Joe and like if he, if she was watching the show that night, she sort of paused in a way where I was like, wait a second. Oh, you should read the book. No, I, On the show, she was like crazy in love with Joe compared to how she is in the book. Which I know because I have read a lot of the press. Yeah promoting the book yeah. and understand that both on Housewives this season yeah. and in this book, she's explaining her marriage and relationship through a much, much different lens yeah. than we have ever heard her before. Even the way Melissa referenced it on this week's episode of Jersey, it's like Teresa has never criticized Joe. She's never taken responsibility. And the total U-turn that's happening now where it's like, yeah, my mom died and I could have had how many months, 12 months or however long, 11, uh, 13 months, however long it was that she was away, 11 months that she was away. I could have had that time with her. He took that time away from me, which I think is actually incredibly well-reasoned. And I was surprised that she went to that or whomever, you know, brought her to that point. Um, but also, she seems to have a lot of straight-up anger for him in a way that she never has expressed ever before. And I wonder if it's happening because their relationship is coming to a point where, like, she's actually maybe done when he gets out. Or if the rumors are true and he's genuinely going to be deported for Italy, this is, like, setting the – talk about turning tables. It's setting the table for maybe a divorce so she can stay – ostensibly stay in the States. Because I think that there – it's there's every possibility that they will stay in love and will maybe divorce – even though they don't actually really need to divorce. Why would they need to divorce? I don't know why in my head I'm thinking that they need to divorce for financial reasons similar to Peggy and Mika Chanus, who allegedly, like – did a soft divorce to avoid some bankruptcy stuff, but are still like together and happy. I don't know if that's something that she's thinking or she's thinking that they'll maybe dis- dissolve their relationship. Well, they've been through the bankruptcy and they both went to jail. I don't know what more they have to, to, well, the, to get away from. The deportation <laughs> is like serious though, Yeah, don't but you I think? don't think that's related to marriage. 
do you think that they would i mean it's not even a question now of like do you think they would ever break up because i think she's sort of saying like this isn't we're not rock solid right now which kudos to her for saying that and that's also a really marketable i don't know you know this i tell me ben tell me every don't you think i don't know i I feel you very skeptical. Of you what? Know, I'm skeptical of a person who has nothing. But positive things to say about And then I'm skeptical about somebody in. then. I, I I don't feel like we have some like deep insight into like where she really is like on in, the inside. But about isn't this. that what her new book is supposedly about? Maybe like a so. deeper insight? I, I or at least like a more realistic insight? With all the fake news today, I, I feel like we don't really know what <laughs> Oh my God, are you trumping? Thinks. Are you Kellyanne Conwaying me right now? No, I'm saying, I mean, lowercase fake news. Like okay. not what they Not call fake caps. news, but what we okay. actually know is yeah. fake news, Fox. like yeah. Fox News. Love you know, it. you know the Fox News. Every single day, if you ever go to Fox News, always on the homepage is a big story about some Hillary. adult woman um, okay. sexually molesting an underage boy. Why? Because they're obsessed with it. With women molesting boys they're, and not men molesting girls. No, they're slowly chipping away at the narrative. They want to. They want. They. They don't want to own the fact that like men are the aggressors in society so they do their part a little bit whenever they find a story they oh my put it god up on the front so they page. could find an old episode of me talking about frankie on new jersey and that'll be the cover of fox tomorrow yes. my god dolores's son yeah. is like a hunk of man and he's like 12 which yeah. is so inappropriate wait so do you think that Teresa and joe will get divorced yes or no i really don't know yes I, or no no do you think they'll file for like a legal separation to get them a couple covers of something? I, I, I don't know. I have no, I really have no opinion. How do, and you I'm, not, I'm, how do you not have an opinion if you are genuinely personal and professional friends with Teresa, Judy J, Judice, Judice? I, well, first of all, I'm more cautious because I'm friends with her. I'd be more willing to opine if I weren't friends with her. Right. You that's know? true. Like and I'm a genuine outsider and right. you are in a circle. But also, honestly, this is not a game I ever like to play. And I'm not talking about divorce. I'll talk shit about anybody's marriage yeah, or personal I mean, life. But Kelly I'm and saying, Shannon alone. I don't. I'm not somebody that likes to spec. I'm not interested. In, I don't like gambling. I'm not. I don't. I don't enjoy I want to fight with you about what something already happened and prove that I'm right or learn that you're right. No, I, I don't that. want to like, it's not, I don't enjoy like p- p- trying to predict what's going to happen. You know, Okay. that's what I hate about real life is how many things you have to do without the information. Right, right, so I right. don't enjoy when it's not necessary having to like predict, you know. So what do you think? So we're talking about Jersey. What do you think about Jersey so far this season? What do you think about think the it's a fabulous season? Do you like um, Margaret Josephs who I know looks- I'm supposed to. I want to be cool because Andy was going on about how much he loves her. Andy Cohen was? Yeah. On air or off air? I, uh, I think off. So okay. I feel like I need to like be Why cool. Why does he love her? I, I don't, don't die I remember. for her. I do not die for her. But I got to say, those pigtails are you know who I funny. think is the Vicky Gunvalson of Jersey and I'm happy she's back. No, you're not going to say. I'm enjoying Danielle Staub. I love the fact that somebody's like, oh, we should, we should take out the garbage because it's starting to smell. She's like, don't you ever say <laughs> word. <laughs> I, not in front of me. Okay. First off, Danielle was like, please let me be on more episodes in that moment. Like that couldn't have, that wasn't even. Totally. I'm just really enjoying it. I the only thing I liked about her was the extent to which she was able to no, I hate her like four layers of face from the injectables. The way that she was able to spread her legs I thought was actually genuinely impressive when they were doing um 
I think I've post traumatic stress that. That was like that was a lot, but I I can't believe that she's back. I am slightly annoyed that Teresa at one point was playing it off with Danielle for most of the episode where she was like, Yeah, we just had words, but like it wasn't really my issue with her. It's like, sweetie, like at least say, Listen, we hated each other. We're we're having she, a new beginning. She talked about that on Watch What Happens Live. I think what she her did, point and she was, talked about the fact that she that, didn't trust her, which that, I appreciate. That Danielle was no one to her. So they were like so two was, bitches fighting in an alley, but it didn't mean anything right. as opposed to Jacqueline, Jacqueline or, or yes, or, or Kathy and Rosie, you know, right, right, right where right. there was a relationship that, you know, makes you care more. I think her point with diet, I'm just explaining my interpretation of what she no, said. No, I get it. I appreciate know. it. So wh- I, I just can't believe, I just, I, I can't, be- I just can't. Can you tell? I cannot believe that they have allowed her back. I really, I'm going to give it a shot in the sense that I will hate it forever, but I will continue watching the show. But I just think she's such a horrible, horrible person. And the fact that they've like decided to loathe Kim D with all the passion that should be reserved for continuing to despise Danielle. Stout How can you say that? Completely insane. How can to me. you say that? How am I wrong? I think Kim D is. Tra- I th- I actually do think Kim, Kim D, D is, is trash. Evil. But Danielle Kim stops. Kim D framed Teresa for her innocence in the. Um- oh my God, <laughs> listeners, we're here again. We're here. Oh, it comes back to stripper. Ben, I have some legal documents. Can you sign them along with me? Nothing bad will happen. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. Here's the thing is that we need to be able to talk about New Jersey, but I also, I just want you to say to me, Sarah, I may have watched every season of this, of every, um, every season of, uh, Jersey that exists. And while I disagree with you based on facts, like I have the, I, Sarah, have the facts, but I, Ben, am choosing to disagree with you. I understand where folks could see that Teresa was somehow involved with Stripper 8, considering the fact that they were only filming the salon because Teresa was there. She was there with her friend, Kim D, who later said during a reunion that Teresa was involved and Teresa had cause to bring her daughter-in-law, her sister-in-law, some stress, right? Whether or not it was like appropriate cause, there was a reason that she was, that this came up. It wasn't just this random guy from a gentleman's club in Elizabeth who stumbled into the salon that he was now working at. And oh my God, there's this little nugget. You have to understand that she was, let, let me, let me just devil's advocate against myself and say, maybe Kim D thought of it. Okay, maybe Kim D was like, I know a way to fuck with her, blah, blah, blah. I heard these rumors, but we're going to talk about it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who thought about it. Listen, if Teresa was involved, she was involved. I don't excuse any. It it doesn't matter whose idea. If you go rob a bank, you can't blame the person. It it 100% matters. It 100% matters, but I'm dangling this like little marinara carrot for you, Jersey style. Marinara, because like Jones, an Italian restaurant. Lots of a jewel. Do you you can't appreciate that it's more than likely that Teresa had knowledge of this recorded scene before it was being recorded for the show that she was on that would feature gossip about a woman that she despised. I don't remember all the details. <laughs> what I ben do remember from Allower, What I do remember yeah, is that um, even if you were to say that Ther- it was Teresa was 
you know, involved, involved. Even, yeah, even yeah. if you were to say she was, I don't, I don't need. And to, I am saying the it. distinction yeah. you're making between involved and orchestrating. Yeah. I'm not buying okay, into. Okay, that's so fine. That's fine. I don't. You don't have to. I I can. You don't have to. But what I'm saying is, you know, even if she was <laughs> in charge apart. of the whole thing, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, something ugly happened with Jacqueline at that time in the parking lot what? when Jacqueline turned on Teresa. Yeah, Jacqueline turned on Teresa in the sense that Jacqueline heard that they were going to be bringing this up again at that party that night and said to Melissa, like, you're about to get screwed or whatever. No, Jacqueline... And then Jacqueline had an emotional mental Jacqueline betrayed Dina. She betrayed Danielle. She betrayed Caroline. She betrayed Melissa. And she betrayed Teresa. How did she betray them in the parking lot? What? what In the parking lot that day, she flipped. She flipped from Teresa to Melissa that day. Because... Frankly, if some if a friend of yours does something wrong, you call them out. That's what being a friend is for. Okay, yes. Jacqueline's a great friend and that's what was happening. You're so right. <laughs> in that Come moment, yeah, in that totally. moment, she cared about Teresa and wanted to help her. The division that happened with Teresa and Jacqueline was because Jacqueline was saying like I want to be a friend and I want to be there for you. And at this point and that that point in the story, okay, Teresa was like I right. don't want to talk maybe about it. Right. I'm in total but denial. Maybe you're right. You but guys, will you I'm just totally right. will you just say there's a possibility that Jacqueline also had cause to throw Teresa under the bus to advance her own standing to have a plot on the show that she um, switched to the side where more people were at that point so she better hopes of winning. She. I don't think Jacqueline was that smart. I think Jacqueline, the most recent season of Jersey that she was on, I think Jacqueline became as emotionally unwell as she has probably been for a while and also was trying to do a little bit with stirring the pot, the plot. But I don't think in that moment, no, I think in that moment she was like, I am your friend. I am telling you that what you're doing is wrong and it also looks suspicious. And the reason that I know it's suspicious is because under the table before all this shit happens, people are texting me telling me that you're up to something. If, you know, as Heather Dubrow once said, if everyone tells you you're dead, it's time to lie down. Legit. I give up. I give up. I How can't. do you bend? I can't with you. You know, you're throwing some this is people a are texting her. You know, because so, she talks come about. Come on, I'm sorry. Any story that involves Jacqueline, I'm already calling and bullshit. Then, and no, and then Jacqueline said at that at one point where there was like a recording of her admitting to it, but they couldn't air it because it's like illegal to record in Jersey. Like she was trying to be Linda Tripp, but she didn't end up having the blue dress. Like there, there. I mean, what been... is the definition of stripper anyway? I think a lady. Do you think or do you know? Why are you slut shaming? Also, and if Melissa was a bartender, Melissa was a bartender at a gentleman's club. What is wrong with calling the truth for what it is? I mean, if Melissa really had something not to, didn't have something to hide, why wouldn't they have just focused on the focused on the gold digger (laughs) comment? You know, something she actually was innocent of. So far out of his ass, (laughs) and I'm so appreciative. Much like the colonic that Vicky had on Housewives of OC this week. There's just a okay. lot of shit coming know, out. You know what I did not need was them commenting on the quality of the, what was happening in the colonic. The best. She was like, is that all you, girl? The best moment maybe in OC so far this season is the look of shock and horror on Kelly's face after watching what must have been a blurred out. So who are we to even know? But a really, for lack of a better term, shitty picture of the crap being pulled out of Vicky Gumbelson's ass. Have you ever had a clonic by? Yes, I have. I have. I found it very soothing. I loved it. The thing is, though, I feel like I, I lost like 10 pounds and then didn't shit for a week and then had gained the weight back. I went to Barney's right after because I was like, it's a whole new me. You guys. 
And I was like, why am I wearing the same size? That doesn't make sense. Oh my God. It was I such a disappointment. Like 50, and it was expensive. I went to Paula Brock. It was Brock, like $100, like, was, $200. It was like $150 yeah. plus tip. And it's like, you have to tip well. That woman's like yeah, hand she, was just. She's all up in your in business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that part. Mine was actually right around here. Oh, where did you go? It was a spa on Second Avenue. First. It wasn't a spa. It was like a Korean nail spot. Where did yeah. you go? Yeah. Uh, Second Avenue. Dwayne Reed? Yeah, it was at Dwayne Reed. And actually, <laughs> it wasn't a colonic. I took a fleet enema and instead of paying for it, I just squatted in the pharmacy. Um, Phenomenal. Welcome to New York. Uh, oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> Somebody else was doing that. No, it was like, it was on Second Avenue uh, above a storefront. Like, I want to say like 60th or 61st. Did you read the reviews before going? Um, it was like pre-reviews. It was, what does that mean that it was pre-reviews? You know, it was a lot, it was, it was like 11 years ago. Wait, so you just went into a random like Korean spa without knowing what it was? I think someone told me to go there. I think it was okay. nice. It was very nice. It was nice. I had a good experience. I would, if I were getting, if I hadn't gained the weight back a few days later, I would go back there again. I don't know that I ever actually like lost weight from it. I think they just take out, they just take out like water or something. Or Well, well I don't know It wasn't what, water coming out of me. I never actually looked because I was like so terrified, but whatever was coming out of Vicky is what's also taking up room where her brain should be because this week this week and the last several weeks of OC here's why I don't she's feel she's whooping it up she's <laughs> she and Steve are whooping it up in their own like fabulous relationship that no one cares about viewing on camera I don't feel that bad about not recapping OC I feel terrible about not recapping Dallas which we'll get to even though I know you don't watch it but I'm gonna like briefly but I didn't feel bad about recapping OC because even in watching the last two episodes this afternoon, genuinely what happened? Like, what 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 happened to the season? And what are they going to do to fix it next year? Because I don't know. I, Kelly's giving me a lot. We can talk about Kelly. We can talk about Shannon. I've come to like Kelly about, more. Uh, so have I. I think understanding I, how I shitty. I hate to say it. What? But I'm starting to like Shannon less. Okay, here's the problem with Kelly and Shannon, as was evidenced by this week's episode. Kelly and Shannon have found themselves living the exact identical marriages that their parents had. Shannon's husband cheated on her. Her She's probably going to get divorced when her kids are in high school or college. I Kelly, need her to bite the bullet and do it now. Kelly's parents are seemingly totally batshit insane, have not matured a day. Wait, I love Kelly's parents. No, Kelly's, Kelly's mom, mom is like that weird. Like she's like, a, she's like, she seems no. more like she could be Vicky's mom. Kelly, <laughs> yes, I do see that. Kelly's mom she's is like, like, I'm not going to the senior center with your dad. No, Kelly's mom is an odd, angry duck to me, and she's her angry? dad. Oh yeah, I haven't seen. Her I can angry. see. I can see like the rage like percolating yeah. in her. I really. I just can. see her bad haircut and her funny voice. I sort of die for her. hair. She's like an Amy Sedaris her, character. I die for her like choppy hair. I think that Kelly's mom and Peggy go but to the, the same. The favorite though is what? is um, Kelly's dad. No, the stupid one's mom. Who's the stupid one? All the, of with them. The gay husband, the Christian that oh. like doesn't eat. Um. What's her name? Lydia McLaughlin. Li- I hate Lydia, but I love Lydia. Her fairy mom dust billionaire mom. So much. I love her mom so so so. Lydia so, 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 so genuinely 
her mom is now like genuinely a billionaire. Apparently, I love her. Uh, like grandpa died. I feel like, like they're exaggerating the about the money. Allegedly, he like made TV or something. Was, he like invented like, Canadian like, TV. I forget. She's, they said they had Hilton money. Hilton money, right? Which isn't real money because Paris Hilton was left like a million dollars when Conrad Hilton died. Like it's not. They don't actually have. She, Paris Hilton has made a lot of money. Fun fact: Hilton has I made a lot inherited of money. money when Conrad Bain died. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. I don't know who that is. Mr. Drummond. Who's that? From Different Strokes. That's before me, Ben. Oh, right. You're 26. I'm 24 and a half. Wait, so let's talk a little bit about... Oh, my Housewives Week. We haven't finished the other thing. Oh, my God. You guys, we'll get to the other thing in a second. But okay. we, I feel like we should talk about Shannon right now. Yeah, okay. <sighs> Shannon Bador. Her if husband's... you are a Teresa apologist, I'm a Shannon apologist. No, I don't have anything against her. I just... she's I'm losing my... My love for her is subsiding because she's such a kind of like sad character. I, and I think I think that she... She doesn't need to be as pitiful as she's being. Yeah, I think she's like, Shannon, see my voice? Like I'm already like, yeah. mm, Shannon, baby. Yeah, head voice. My little bit of Shannon. head voice. Shannon. So that's Shannon a song from Finian's to... Rainbow. <laughs> Shannon. Oh, oh She is Irish. She did enjoy um, Ireland quite a bit. Shannon and David need to maybe series finale on their marriage. Like Shannon and David are done now. They've jumped Shannon, the shark. She, they have jumped the shark. Shannon thinks that David is no longer in love with her because she gained weight. David is no longer in love with her because David is no longer in love with her. The way that they communicate and the way that they communicated in front of their kids when her mom was visiting was super fucking depressing. They are just passive aggressive or aggressive with each other. David made some stupid joke about a silver spoon and then he like waited a second and then he doubled down. When David was trying to be nice to her before that dinner, Shannon was like judging him. Shannon says she's in love with him and wants to make it work, but actions speak louder than words and the actions that are being presented presented to millions of viewers are that neither of these people want to stay in this marriage and the look of like she just seems so unhappy there and the kids look so unhappy everybody looks so unhappy the only person who's not who's unhappy but still wants it to happen i think is maybe shannon's mom she knows how shitty divorce is but yeah shitty divorce is shitty but look at kelly kelly's at least being i can't believe i'm saying this slightly more mature in essentially this season saying out loud i want to get divorced from michael and i want to do it because i want my daughter to see two happy parents Shannon and David are unwilling to be happy for the sake of their kids. And that is really problematic and going to continue this cycle of unhappy relationships that their daughters are going to get, are going to think is normal. Yeah. It's bad. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll ever actually get divorced? They can't have another vow renewal. It doesn't make any sense. They're not. They should have a vow retrieval. They should have a Shannon will have vow reversal. Shannon divorce, I think, would be amazing. I think she needs to let go. Like her, you know, they pretended to bury her in therapy a couple seasons ago and but genuinely i think they need to bury this marriage like they need to put it in the ground put some like fucking vinegar vinegar (laughs) wear some garlic and go to divorce court and call it a day day. she's not gonna have to worry about money they have genuine money david is really unhappy Shannon is really unhappy. The kids are unhappy. It's seeping through her pores. She's gained 40 pounds in 45 minutes. She's now trying to like open a restaurant, which I don't understand for a single second. Do you remember a couple episodes? Yeah, and, I do remember. And I David don't referenced it. Either. David referenced David's it this week. such a jerk about it. And she seems 
But why is she doing it? Like, I think she's doing it to piss him off. I think she's doing it because maybe... It's like passive aggressive. I think maybe it's passive aggressive and maybe she's like, maybe there's something that I need to do for myself, but it doesn't even but seem like that. she... not Not yeah. that. Not the most stressful she, she, business she to seems, open. Honestly, she seems like she has no clue what it means to be go into business person, in that way. to go into business, to be Which happy. Which is so sad anything. because she's the one who came into this franchise and was like, I'm all into holistic medicine. I'm all into like... And she's lost... All of that. She just seems like this really sad, not even angry. I don't even. Oh, think I she, think there's anger. She yeah, know I think to there's. I think there might be rage. I don't think that there's anger per se. If that makes any sense, yeah. I think she has some like deep rooted rage, and it comes totally. out because she maybe can, we'll see it. That'll be exciting. I think we will, and I think it comes out when she's trying to control it and focus it on. It's Vicky. not even my plate. It's not even. You guys, um, total sidebar, I did have a quiet woman um, experience at the Carlisle Hotel a couple weeks ago when we were on an imaginary or real hiatus from Andy's Girls, and it was so bad, and I got blackout drunk, and I found out the next day how I behaved at the at Bemel Men's. It was not good, you guys. My doctor said, I will allow you to experiment with one, because I haven't had alcohol since I got sick. He's like, I'll allow you to experiment with one shot of gluten-free vodka, and so I had four martinis. Without vermouth, so I was following doctor's orders. Not good, you guys. Not good. Sloppy, drunken mess. Um, but anyway, uh, much like sort of Shannon when she's sober, it was not a good look. And I just think for her, I don't know. I, I think she'll continue to be on the show for however long she wants to. I think she will stay on the show for a while. I don't think this is her last season. But I do think for her in her life and for the life of her family, I don't see how she can. She and David can continue to do what they're doing now. I think Something's it's bad. Something's got to change. It's got to change. And it's not about the affair. She references the affair. And I feel like that's almost a cop out because they have some deep rooted fracture in their relationship. And the affair was a symptom of the sickness. It wasn't the sickness itself. So when she talks about that, when she talks about her weight gain, I'm like, Shannon, what you're talking about are symptoms of a greater disease. And that disease is Mr. and Mrs. Bedore. You know, it makes me really sad because I love her and I still love her. And I see how she even reacted when Dico was talking to her at the weird anniversary party. That was just 22 carats of. That was like Fiddler weird. on the Roof. And for their first Sabbath, <laughs> Sabbath together, I've gotten them two chickens. It wasn't, it wasn't great. I'm sure they loved And real feather pillows. <laughs> It wasn't, I couldn't understand. And Megan King Edmonds is like the voice of America when she's like, why is, you don't smell Ben smelling himself. Um, I couldn't, but Megan King, King Edmonds was so good when she was like, I don't understand why this is happening. This is their 22nd. Why do they have $80,000 in a 22 carat? It like, I know. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But when she was reacting to Deco and do you think that Deco was, in the wrong for talking to Shannon instead of David. I didn't really care enough, I guess. That whole issue seems so made up. I also don't understand if she if Peggy had cancer. So, like, when they're getting upset about it, I'm like, but wait a second. Even when they're flashing back to you talking about the cancer, I genuinely don't understand it. It's like I'm a not... non-issue. This is so classic Housewives, like, trying for a plot where there isn't it's one. It's so classic OC where they're like, there may or may not be cancer. Let's, like, continue <laughs> to stir it. The cancer it's mysteries? super specific. Every franchise has their thing, and yeah. OC is, like, super specific. Um, it really... It was sad to me how she reacted because you could see the hurt in her face because she felt like she was being attacked. And I don't actually think that Dico was attacking her. I think he, he was talking about his discomfort 
um, in the conversation with David, he probably should have addressed that with David. Who knows if David's going to be filming anytime soon. If there, if it involves, you know, Vicky being yeah. in, in the room at the time. Um, I didn't, I thought it was probably wrong to talk to her about it, but I didn't think the way he was communicating no, was necessarily was inappropriate. Yeah, I, I thought he was super respectful. I thought everybody there was respectful. I thought Peggy was respectful and yeah. how she, it was fine. Yeah. But her response to it, which was just breaking down because she doesn't have a middle right now. She's either really, yeah, really manic about or really, really yeah. depressed. And well, it also makes me really sad. Also, when he talked to her about it, she was super cash. It was only afterwards when she was telling Yeah, because she had, the, she had the mask on of like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I just want to celebrate. But on and the we inside, want you to sleep well tonight. And isn't it weird? So I thought that, so that David was completely ignored. I want you to know her face didn't even <laughs> didn't, register didn't that. Didn't didn't care even at all. When Close isn't it? Eyes. So I, I thought that maybe Shannon had put David up to the do you or does your wife or does your wife not have cancer on the boat before? Oh. Like I thought maybe it was a possibility. But if Shannon is saying out loud that David didn't even tell her that he had had a conversation with Deco about it, then it's a hundred percent David, and that's also so crazy to me because they're married, but they're also co-stars on this show. I mean, I know he's like a supporting cast member because he's a husband, but why? he wouldn't bring up to Shannon that he had this weird, seemingly super awkward conversation with one of her cast members, husbands about whether or not his wife had cancer. Why you wouldn't even talk about that like off camera is so crazy to me. Yeah, It's just strange to me. I mean, it's just weird. And then I look at Kelly who said in a daily mail article, I think last week that she's like definitely divorcing Michael, which duh, I mean, you know, the sun rose. It's that's definitely happening. Everybody knew that should have happened for a while since the second she joined the show. But the fact that she's being reasonable about it, seemingly reasonable about it, especially as someone who is so out of control with so many other emotional impulses. The fact that she can sort of step outside of herself, aside from like being passive aggressive with him, aside from like they're fighting or whatever, and say, this isn't working out. I want it to end. Juxtapose with Shannon, who is, I think, quite reasonable in many ways and is also self-effacing and intelligent and watching her just kind of drown in this. It's kind of depressing. And also, what else do we have this season? Then we have Vicky and Tamara who are continuing this circle jerk about whether or not we're going to be friends, which obviously lasted about 37 seconds this episode when they had their coffee, when they had their coffee clutch, which went super well. And they're probably never going to film together again unless on the group trip to Iceland. I mean, there's a lot of like depressing stuff that's happening and there's absolutely no light. Like who's giving me light aside from Lydia's mom and her... Um, accessory sparkles. Yeah. The season has been bad. It's been bad in a way that it sh- it didn't have to be bad. They could have made a better casting choice with Peggy, but they didn't. So we're stuck with her for the rest of the season. Megan can get King Edmonds. I think should get more airtime, and she probably will. Right? I think she's bringing it in yeah. the moment she has. And Vicky is done. Vicky is done. Vicky needs to buy herself a casserole, close <laughs> the door and walk away. I am done. I, I am this, done with Coto maybe, Insurance. Maybe, Return Maybe this should be sender. Vicky's final season, but I have to say I'm enjoying the final, her final rounds. You are? I just love watching Vicky. Do you this season? Because I'm so bored by it. I'm bored by her being but this, so a lot of this is new to narcissistic. Me. How I, is I, it new I, to you? I just find her, um, it's just funny. I, you know what I like about Vicky? It's refreshing. Absolutely nothing. I, I don't mean like as like a person, but what, what you I enjoy, enjoy about seeing. Yeah. yeah she's, she used to be entertaining. She's now so I'm just clueless. done. 
She's still fucking clueless. She chooses to be clueless, okay. though. Okay. So she, she brings around her flu she, test results, <laughs> but won't admit that Brooke's getting, like, a CAT scan from Google image search isn't problematic. But she's like Trump. You know, she's such fake news. Like... They'll say she like, literally, they're Vicky like, they're like, is Donald Trump like, and what she's you, a day. what you did to me and blah, blah, blah. And Vicky's like, what about what you did to me when you said what I did to you? <laughs> <laughs> like, she literally said that. That's, oh my God, Ben, that's so good. I really can't She's like, it takes two to lie, one to tell the lie and one to listen. <laughs> That's totally true, but it's never going to change. It's no longer entertaining. It's she entertaining could, for me. Here's the problem is that it could have maybe been entertaining, but then she decided to cast Tamara's former best friend as like a friend of and bring him on the show so that he could be recorded saying he thought um, Eddie was gay. And that was just too much. Like, is Eddie gay? I don't really understand that whole plot. So here's the problem that I have with like, yeah. is Eddie gay? Is that Eddie is Latin. So at first I did think he was gay. And then there was this weird blog post about the fact that like when Eddie talks about working at a family law firm, it was like this man that adopted him when he was an adult or something. Like when he was in his twenties, like it's not like his real dad or an adoptive dad. It's, it's like his an, daddy. It's like his daddy, which I don't, I, I don't know if that's true, but I wasn't surprised by. I don't know. But I don't just, think he's gay. I don't think he's gay. And the I gay also. husband I would like to focus on. Is Lydia's? Yeah. I I just think thinking about The Tamara's, Mormon missionary position. <laughs> don't talk about 69 I wonder if he wears that special Mormon underwear. They're not Mormons. They're Christians. I know, but don't. Well, Mormons are Christians. Well, now he can you. like. Now he can like go camo or whatever like free willy since there's not a lot going on on the inside I'm you know sure that they don't actually remove your testicles right no but hashtag I'm, really, I'm I actually, really upset about how this misinformation wait, is being I spread got, so i understood like basic human sexuality like from my sixth grade health class when they said like this is what happens when you have sex and a girl had to leave because she got physically sick she like turned pale but when the doctor First off, it wasn't in a hospital, which I thought was problematic. And then when the doc, when they like cut to like those two little bowls before his snip snip, I got super confused because I was like, they're not actually removing his balls. So like, why are there two separate containers? Did like a production assistant come with those contain? I mean, come with those. Did a production assistant show up to the doctor's office with two little like metal containers and place them there so they would have something to edit in after? I think they were looking around the shelves and they said, oh, we have to use these. It's like balls. It was really... It was weird to me, but I just, I mean, I'm just kind of sad and depressed by OC. I just don't think that there, I think everyone is. I don't know a single person. Don't raise your hand. Ben's raising his hand. You Put your hand up. I don't, <laughs> he's doing it again. I just think it's really shitty this season. And I think, I think what Vicky's doing is odd. And, and Vicky's conversation with Tamara, which was like, you know, you, he could be I, using you because I've been used. So everyone else must be used as well. Cause I can't be the only one that falls for bullshit when it's not only the fact that Vicky was potentially used, but that she was complicit. I mean, if we want to talk about Trump style, Vicky is both Donald and Ivanka. She is incredible. And, and kind of Eric. Oh, is Eric was that like around? stupid face? <laughs> Oh my god, she is. Like she her is face complicit. is like somebody's butt while they're farting. Her face looks a lot better than her old face. I, have I know. To say. I've been realizing that that she's like a huge. She's done good. And she used good. to. She lost a lot of weird work. She lost a lot of weight last season. She gained some of it back. She looks great. I think. And Steve. Well, looks, you know, I'm a fan like of Mickey. Steve's great. They're a great couple. They have great grandchildren. Her daughter's great. 
Well, Brianna forever. forever. Brianna and Michael forever. Uh, you know, I'm, they I'm they are great children, not because of their mother, but um, despite their mother. Did I use to that word? I don't know. But in a weird way, if you look at it this way, Vicky's kind of the best. <laughs> You're such an asshole. I really can't. You're really terrible. You know that she's terrible and she needs to be fired. I mean, they need to you, cut the cord. You could make that argument about if, literally if everyone Nini, on every one of these Nini, shows. If Nini, who allegedly, like, Atlanta's bursting into flames because Nini and, and Kim Zolciak are threatening to sue each other, which is a huge, huge bravo no-no. But if Andy can temporarily fire Nini Leaks, then he can permanently retire Vicky Gumbelson. Like, uh, unless something changes or unless Tamara leaves, and I don't want her to, there is absolutely nothing that can be done. It's It's over. It's... It's there's nothing left here this You're right, season. The show doesn't work when two of the main characters are in a fight. <laughs> Shut up. The show doesn't work when when Tamara and Shannon refuse to film with Vicky. It does not work. See, I'm enjoying that. I like seeing Vicky in her own separate lane. You do? Yeah. How? Why? I just like to me Vicky is like You're like watching off on this in a like way that I don't <laughs> It's like watching Gumby. <laughs> Vicky's like Vicky's like Oh my god, I can't. Well, that whoop it is. Up, whoop it up. We agree to disagree. I'm going to very briefly say, um, Dallas, I, you must before the next time that you um, uh, Kiki on Andy Scrolls, you must watch. I've told you this. I've texted Ben repeatedly. He yes, absolutely has really bothered me about. Really, that really talking about this. You, know what you need to watch was? season I, one I reunion the and then all of season two. I cut the cord from what? Whose cord? Not from to- from Fios. So I was. So it took me a but few days. But you can days. go to BravoTV.com. No, I know. I okay. have all the subscriptions. Okay, great. But it took me a few days to get all set. Lies. Fine. It's the truth. I know, but I've been telling you for weeks, Benjamin. For weeks. Well, but I've been very busy. You haven't. And we'll get to why, you, how you've been busy this week. Um, right after I just say, you guys, Dallas is exceptional. It's giving me absolutely everything I need this week, especially in Mexico. Cameron Westcott watching this woman who like thinks she's legally can blonde. I go pee while you talk about no, Dallas? No, absolutely not. Cameron Westcott, who... Think she's Elwood's from Legally Blonde, forgetting that the main point of <laughs> Ben's getting on his phone. <laughs> I just took Ben's on. <laughs> forgetting the fact that the main point of Legally Blonde. <laughs> Stop it, Benjamin. Ben is touching me in my bad place. Who do you think you are, Miramax? The main point. Oh, you better you better upload this fast. <laughs> the main point of Legally Blonde is that Elle Woods is like cute and perky and stupid, except she's really fucking smart. And Cameron Westcott is a goddamn moron, but wonderful, wonderful TV. When she talks, it's like she's chewing her words and finding out what consonant consonants are. And I wrote down it it's um I see, I see. Um the, my favorite quote of all time was last week was um, everyone's favorite Carney who maz on your engagement and those diamonds that I can't believe are real saying behind closed doors. Ben is playing with his microphone um, saying, I grew up with a lot of things in my hands and they're not knives. They're just hands. <laughs> which, is, which is like one of the best things that I've ever heard. Why didn't you have that be your, your thing at the beginning of the show? It should have been. Guys, go back since my new favorite color might be lime since I may not have it. I grew up. What could what could have a tagline be, though? Because this is so good as is that I wouldn't want to fuck with it. Yeah. Liam Lockin literally said, I grew up with a lot of things in my hands. Dramatic pause. And they're not knives. Second pause. They're just hands. And she said this 
either right before or right after getting a boob job from an OBGYN, a man who is not actually a licensed plastic surgeon in Dallas. But as Leanne said, he has an office in Dallas. Better so that's to just get like being a boob job from an OBGYN than to, to have a hysterectomy <laughs> from a plastic surgeon. Oh my God. That'll be next season. Um... You need to watch Dallas. It is. I know. I'm going to. I will. There was a black hey, dildo. How and long did you tell me dildo. to watch Orange County? And did I fully come around? Yes, I did. But it took you a year and a half. I'm. It, it's hard for me. There's a lot of television. And you still haven't watched Atlanta. I have a lot left to do. I know. I'm on, I'm on it. Okay. So you have a lot left to do, but tell us about. So guys, I'll talk more about Dallas next week, but, um, my God, so good. Everything, giving me everything. Brandy and Stephanie back together. God bless. Cameron, nut job, die for her. Um, Carrie and her maybe gay husband, maybe actually gay husband. Um, so now he is. He, when he married her, um, he lost a lot of weight and got his shit together styly, stylistically. Styly is not a word. Fat shaming left and right. Sorry. Um, I just, Really, it is so good. Deandra, maybe one of the best substitute additions to a franchise in in all of Real Housewives. I put her up with Dorinda. I would put her up with Shannon Bedore. She's interesting. She has a family money. Erica Jane. Oh, and also Erica Jane, of course. Yeah, of course. Shut up. Dorinda's amazing, and I can't. You don't even. Um, And we'll we'll get to your little um, New York scapades this week. And I have have another part of it you don't even know. Oh, really? So, guys, just Dallas. Watch it. Um, I have several Dallas housewives (laughs) who are interested in being on Andy's Girls. I hope that will happen. Bravo, can you hear me? Conflict of interest. Conflict of interest. They don't want to publicize their show because they want the ratings to continue to slide. It's so good. I just want for everyone to have um, a DVR in their life with Real Housewives of Dallas because it is magical and life-changing. Okay, Ben Rimmelauer, tell us about... We, it's like a fun little like bookend. Like we started with your starring on Watch What Happens Live and we end with your epic evening last night that I know almost nothing about. So tell us everything. What did you do? What are you up to? And which housewife was it with? Well, I told you that I'm, I'm this for a while I've been talking with Luann about directing a nightclub. A tour. Yeah, it was an exclusive announcement here on Andy's Girls. Yes. Cheers. Um, so, uh, so last night we went out to dinner. Love it. Um, and uh, uh, we went to this really great restaurant, Bridget or Brigitte, um, oh, where okay. her daughter is a waitress, Victoria. Victoria's so I working. Met Victoria. Oh my god, I she love was that. She's adorable. I love that Victoria's a waitress when her father is a count. That's awesome. Like gen- genuinely, yeah, Luan, Luan I love that. Feel strongly about that. Luann looked gorgeous as you can always. See a picture of us on my. Was she wearing Insta. the terrible, disgusting, milky yellow canary diamond? Um, I don't. I didn't take stock of her jewels, but okay, she looked beautiful. Okay. Is she and officially divorced? I think they did. Didn't they like just finalize it? I'm not sure. I think they did. It was like super quick. Um, but we had a, a wonderful dinner okay. and then I took her to club coming. Love it. Alan um, Cummings, yeah. new East Village yes. hotspot. And we okay, had a great time. Phenomenal. She was, she was enjoying all the singers. We ran into a couple of friends of hers who are jazz musicians that were there. Who were there? Alan. Yeah. Brian Newman and Steve something. Brian Newman, who's BFFs with Lady Gaga. With Gaga. Yes. yes. Love it. So we hung out with them. They were awesome. And, uh, and Luann had to 
take pictures with like every single gay guy that was there. Oh my was god, freaking out over her. Did she love it though? Did she like love the attention? Or yeah, was she, she tired was. By she, it? she loves I'm sure it. it was tiring, but she was she was very because that's like her everybody. element. Put a housewife in a gay bar, and like it's, you're never yeah. coming out of that alive. Yeah. So I just had a really fun time, and she was so, so sweet nice. to me. I feel like we super bonded. Oh and my all god. That. Wait, and what's the nugget that I didn't know? Was that what oh. I didn't know? No, you knew that. Oh, okay. I thought you knew that. I think I did. Yeah. No, but so then randomly, I maybe not randomly. So you know they do at Littlefield in Brooklyn these readings of housewives and um, oh, yeah, Sex yeah, in yeah. the City scripts. I, oh, I didn't know that. So we're doing uh, the, what's coming up is Scary Island, <gasps> and they just emailed me today to replace the guy that was doing Alex McCord. So <laughs> I am playing Alex McCord oh God, on the twenty fourth. Are you practicing getting blotchy right now? Yeah, I will. I need your help. I don't know what you to need wear. Herman Munster shoes. Louis Vuitton does make mistakes. You need like a whole new, you need a garb. Like, okay, now tell me, is this And you need weird? a blonde wig. Why do I have this idea in my head? Okay. I'm sure this is wrong. I can't get I'm this sure out of my is. head. Can't wait. That I would wear like a plaid, like schoolgirl's skirt and like a, like a cardigan and a white button down. Is that, that's like not Alex, right? No, that's not. Why Alex is that is in my like head? Comme de garçon. No, that might be Simon. Simon might wear that skirt, but Alex certainly <laughs> Totally Simon. Wait, so tell us, wait, tell the listeners everything. When is this happening? It's October 24th. So I will be in Miami. In I'm so no. pissed oh my God, I'm in I Miami. Wish you were I would have been. It's a really uh, great cast. Julie Klausner from <gasps> Difficult People is playing Jill's. Aaron <laughs> and um, uh, Nicole, Nicole Spezio is playing Ramona. Is. She's hilarious. Okay. And Brian Moylan is playing himself. You guys, I am like really actually emotionally devastated that I, I really can't be here for this. Been. Wait, but there will be more, right? They do this. Is it for charity or is it for no. you guys to like get a cab after? It's for you guys to get a cab I after. I think so. I'm okay, not good. sure. It's okay. my first time performing. It's for Uber. But I've seen a bunch of stuff there. And they're oh my always God. hilarious. And they always sell out in like two totally. seconds. Yeah. How big is the capacity? Not big. Where like can, less than 200. Where can listeners go to buy tickets? Facebook, right? But it's already sold out, I'm sure. Well, I don't, I don't know. My, my participation was just announced. So oh probably Oh my God, you guys. Breaking news. I am so <laughs> upset to miss it. And I will tell I'm you really a Julie Klausner story off. Um, um, you guys, I'm so sad to miss it. I think that's amazing. I mean, like, I wouldn't have cast myself as Jill Zarin. I mean, as Alex McCord, I would have cast I, myself as, as Jill Zarin. You would have been a magical. I mean, I could be any of the Jews, you know. Wait, so who else? Wait, who's Kelly Kaloran? And who's Bethany? Who's Go to Sleep? Bethany is Ryan Houlihan, who I think is one of the producers of it also. And then who is, who's Gummies? Who's... Who's um, Jelly Beans? Satchel, satchels of Gold. Who's Satchels of Gold? Um, I think Michelle Collins. Is that right? Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, she had a re- re- reaction to that. No, no, I think that's great. Um, <laughs> I, think that's I don't. Great. I, I don't. I mean, I know Julie, that's and like I know a real all star cast and Brian. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just so excited. But I mean, I don't know. I hope I do a good job as Alex McCord. It's not really me, like because she's very like. Well, I think you're going to be really expressive. She's like a with pioneer woman, right? She's like a little. She got very. Here's where it's going to be great. Like Willa Cather. She got. She got really, really overwhelmed and had to like do a second take of like being upset at the group when she came back. Um, when she was like stomping down the stairs, or whatever. I think that, oh no, wait, no, I was thinking about Morocco for a second. <gasps> you guys, I was thinking about Morocco and I should have been thinking about Scary Island. Um, okay, wait, Scary Island, Alex McCord, 
she was sort of innocuous. Yeah, no, I just mean like her personality. Like, I don't know if I feel like I would never cast myself in that role. I think just like have your mouth open super wide and your like eyes wide open. And then I'm hurting my eyes (laughs) doing that. And then I'm I think you're eager. good. Oh, and she got super blotchy and had a panic attack when Jill showed up. So I think it'll be great. Oh my god, yes, I do remember the panic attack. She like That's had a brilliant. genuine panic attack, and then Ramona was helping her. I want to say, Maybe like, I'll are you skip okay? My meds for a couple of days so I can time it that I actually have a panic attack on stage. Oh, that would really be giving your all, and I think yeah. it would be greatly appreciated. And yeah. I'm going to be the first to say that you absolutely should do that. Good, 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 good. Great. Um, just make sure not to um. Fuck it up because I want to see you do. Will you, will you pick out clothes for me though? Yeah, you just can't. You can't have my clothes because I'm not gonna go to Brooklyn. Obviously, but, um, nothing you wear would be Alex McCord like. Thank you, thank you so on. much. Um, ben, that's so exciting. So you're gonna tweet out information and viewers can retweet it, just not tonight because like women aren't supposed to be on Twitter today or whatever. And, which I found and they out this can't morning. retweet anything you post because you're private. <laughs> <laughs> no, my Twitter is public. I just forget. And Are don't you on DM Twitter? me. I shut up. Um, I had I had a um call with the housewife team about a future interview, and they were like, "We think it's like really interesting that you don't have a social media presence." Like, is that? A cho- <laughs> said, they said, "Is that a choice?" And I was like, "Yeah." It's a choice, my guys. I know wow. it's a bad one. Wow. It's a bad one, but it just, is, it is wow. a, I literally was like, let me just dust off. <laughs> let me dust off that insult uh, and keep oh it moving. No, it was amazing. I love them. Um, you guys, such a pleasure to have you on AG this week. So good. We didn't even talk about Siggy at all, which is what crazy. Up with Siggy being the bad guy now? I don't think that Siggy was a bad guy. I think Siggy I feel like made she's a getting bad bitch choice. This season. She's getting a little bit of a bitch at it, and I think she made a bad choice in making a big deal about the cake when she tossed wine on a table. It just didn't make sense to me. It was what, just kind what of What was done. that about? I don't think it was really about anything. I think she just made a bad, she just made a bad choice, honestly. Like, I'm going to give her this episode because um, on a recent interview for Andy's Girl, she talked about how Margaret Josephs bullies her, and I think there's going to be more stuff to come, and I'm sort of interested to you see how that will play how Margaret, out. like, sometimes looks like... 90? Wait, let me like, <laughs> Sometimes she looks like Erica Jane, and sometimes she looks like Kim Granatel. <laughs> I only see Kim Granatel. And the problem with Margaret Joseph is... She's like Kim Granatel going as Erica Jane for Halloween. (laughs) Right? That's absolutely what she is. And when she had that scene with her mom, I was like, I can't tell you apart. You both look like your mom might be younger. So I don't know what that says about... uh, I think it says somebody's going to be getting a... I think she probably already has. And I super am into her having like a multi-bajillion dollar company that I do not believe is a real thing. So I will be Googling that before next week. You know what drives me crazy about Housewives speaking of this whole... Closing, closing remarks. Tell me everything. This whole... Um, Mishigas. Yeah. With um, the Siggy and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like... Soggy. I, I Soggy, salty. <laughs> I feel like when they... They make these choices that I think, you know, okay, we could spend all day arguing which is which, but definitely we all agree that many of them, much of the time, are making decisions to make something happen for story. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to make a fight about the cake. Right, right, right. Maybe this was that, maybe it wasn't. But so they make a false move. Yeah. And then they have to just stick to it and right. then it causes repercussions of actual fights that began about something that wasn't a real thing. Siggy maybe did a, a mini Jill. Siggy maybe Zaren just a teeny tiny little bit this week. Yeah, like and Jill's I, fight with Bethany that right. she started she did a that little, wound up leading to her She demise. did a little Zaren, a teeny tiny one, but you know I die for Siggy. Shalom forever. Um, everybody vote in the next general. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, that's that one Fucking little. Siggy. Sorry, um, but I think that she'll. I think it'll be interesting. See, I think I'd be a good Siggy. That's a part. I, I think you play. would be an amazing Siggy. Who would because I be on on Jersey? Yeah, none of them. If you say Melissa, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Maybe Teresa, because I am very. No. I, I hate Into to say that. it, but you know who you'd be on Jersey. Jacqueline, don't yes. fucking say. Oh yeah, Jacqueline, I'm fine with. Don't say Danielle Staub. Oh no, you're not note, Danielle Staub at all. Does that mean I'm all. fired? You guys did someone yeah, fire? Yeah, I'm firing you. From oh now on, we're gonna call it Andy's, Andy's girls. <laughs> Andy's girls has been canceled. You guys, I will be back next week with that amazing Potomac interview um, from. I swear to God, six months ago, I feel like I recorded it, but I think it was really two and a half weeks. Um, it's amazing and so happy to be here. Follow Ben on Twitter. Try to find me on whatever. Rate and review us on iTunes, please. Can you please Seriously, write some sassy guys. reviews? Because like, If you want the I milk, my... you have to pay for the cow. <laughs> right. And the cow is whom exactly in this scenario? Is no um, one. Is, it's, it's, Sandra the... Bernhardt does that thing about public radio. She's like, you know, she, NPR woman in LA gets on like, and is like, she's like, listen, if you're not contributing money, then we don't want your listenership. We don't need Guys, that. Guys, I do not need your listenership. Just kidding. I totally do. But can you like write a sassy review and not send me photos of reviews that aren't posted? And I really tried <laughs> to troubleshoot that accordingly. And then I got tired. You guys, I die for you. Ben, I die for you. I can't wait for us to have a little side conversation. I would <laughs> die for juice. Shalom, everybody. Last word. Um, don't be complicit. Last word. And um, last word. Forever. Last word. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Time for you. Can last we word. be back next week? Last word. Okay, bye. Last word. 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 bye.